everyone, and welcome to After Class, the podcast about life beyond the classroom, presented by the St. Thomas Aquinas College Office of Career Development. I'm your host, Silvana Molinas, and today I have with me a good friend of mine, John Rooney. He is a student at St. Thomas Aquinas College, a communications and marketing major who will be graduating this May. So, Rooney, how are you today? I am doing excellent, Silvana. Thank you so much for having me on this show. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah. Um, when you first told me that you were interested in me coming to podcast, I was thrilled because yeah. it's not every day I get to share my experience mm-hmm. here at St. Thomas Aquinas with everyone. And I think uh, it would do everyone a lot of good to hear it. Yeah, definitely. Rooney has great experiences, super unique ones too. So we'll just get right into it. Uh, tell us a little bit about the internship you've had most recently. Okay. So I'm going to start this off by saying it's not your average cookie cutter internship. The way you go about it was mm-hmm. not um, the way you usually people would go about an internship. It kind Mm -hmm. of found me, and I'm so grateful it did. I was at a show, April 2nd, 2016. Mm -hmm. I was 19 years old. I'm in this show, and I'm watching Jay and the Americans perform. Big fan of the 60s and 50s music. And now I'm leaving the show, and in the lobby is Jay and the Americans signing autographs, taking pictures. So I'm online to take pictures with them. Right. And the promoter of the show comes out, and he sees me there, and I'm like the only you know, kid under like 65 <laughs> at the right. show. So he comes over and he says, you know, oh, your parents brought you here. And I was like, no, no, I dragged them to the show. <laughs> um, you know, I love the music and we got into talking. And one thing led to another. I got his email. We started chatting. And there was another show than that fall mm-hmm. in Terrytown. And he said, you know, are we coming to that show? I said, yes, I am. He said, when you come to the show, you know, we'll meet and I'll introduce you to the acts and mm-hmm. everything, which was amazing because... You know, I was a big fan of these performers. Right. I get to meet them, and it's just surreal. And then, um, you know, we kept up our relationship. Uh, we became very friendly. And now it is um, January of 2018. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking with him, and he says, you know, I'm going to be in the city. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm at a conference where I'm scouting new talent. Mm-hmm. Why don't you come down and we'll meet in the city? Because mm-hmm. he's based in Florida, his company. But he travels, obviously, with these shows. Right. Um, I said, you know, sure. I go down to the city, we get into talking, and this whole time I'm thinking, you know, I'm watching what he does and I'm watching the performers, and I'm like, this is amazing. If I could somehow be a part of this, yeah. because I love the music and I just love like, the whole showbiz aspect, um, you know, this would be perfect. Mm-hmm. So the whole time I'm back, I'm talking to him, I says, um, you know, your job is like a dream come true for me. Mm-hmm. Is there any way I could possibly intern with you or, right. uh, you know, do anything where I could be a part of this? Mm-hmm. He said, of course, you know, I know all the music. I have such a great knowledge of it. Um, just in conversation, he told me, you know, you know your stuff, and I'd love to have you yeah. as an intern. So I meet him down in the city, and we're eating lunch at Patsy's Restaurant. Okay. And one thing led to another, and before I left, I said, you know, I'd really love to intern with you. Is that a possibility? He said, yes, absolutely. We set it up, you know, so now I have to try and get St. Thomas Aquinas on board, which was not hard at all. They were very um, receptive to the the internship. And being in a communications and marketing major, Mm -hmm. Professor Pryor was in charge of my internship. Okay. So I had to go to him and I had to kind of get a gist from my would-be boss of what I'd be doing, my responsibilities, Mm -hmm. um, you know, what the internship entailed. And once I got that, I brought it to Professor Pryor and checked out with what the internship needed to entail. Right. So I was able to do it. And then um, May 15th of 2018, mm-hmm. I started the internship. Wow. 
Um, there's an hourly requirement for mm-hmm. St. Thomas Aquinas. I believe it's like 120 hours. For like credit? Minimum for credit. Mm-hmm. And because school was over, it was the end of the semester, mm-hmm. I worked full-time nine to five for those three weeks from May 15th to the beginning of June. Right. I met the hours and I loved the internship. I learned more in that internship than anything else I've ever done. That's awesome. I mean, just in those three weeks, I learned so much. Mm-hmm. Different areas of knowledge. I mean, not just marketing, but all over. And afterwards, you know, I loved it so much. And me and my boss really became friends and we had a great rapport. And I said, um, you know, I'd love to keep working with you mm-hmm. now that the internship is over. Right. And he agreed that it'd be an amazing opportunity for us to keep working. And I'm still working with him at this moment. That's awesome. On a part-time basis. That's really good. Thank you. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, Tell me a little bit about uh, doing an internship for credit here at Stack. What's that process like? So, obviously, there's more requirements because it's Mm -hmm. not just I'm doing an internship, um, I'm getting paid. You You have to meet the requirements of St. Thomas Aquinas Mm -hmm. and also if your internship has any requirements. Okay. Some internships I know will lay out weekly goals Mm -hmm. for you, like, you know, by... Let's say the fifth of the month, you're going to be expected to do this or hand in a project, mm-hmm. which usually coincide with um, St. Thomas Aquinas requirements because they require you to do a log. And basically what that log is, is just like a diary almost mm-hmm. of what you did, people you met, yes. things you learned from the internship, Okay, which I thought really benefited me because going back to that and reading, I see now mm-hmm. everything I was learning yeah. you know, over those weeks and so much too. I never had a problem writing the log, it has to be like two or three pages. Okay. And sometimes I had four or five because you just had so much to write about. And, yeah. you know, it's easier to talk about yourself and what you're doing. Yeah. Than like, let's say a research paper on a president or something like that's that. That's true. So. That's really cool. So, uh, so what were some of your responsibilities during this internship? So my responsibilities were to promote the shows, the upcoming content, uh, mm-hmm. concerts, and also market them. Okay. So we had an idea of the target market for our shows. Um, the first show I worked on was a Bee Gees tribute act. The Bee Gees. The Bee Gees. I love the Bee Gees. <laughs> so obviously our target market was um, teenagers and young adults from the 70s onward. And I really had to work at trying targeting them. You know, with the older demographic, we used a lot of Facebook. Uh-huh. And um, a lot of still like the traditional ways of marketing newspapers and flyers. Like and direct mail and... Absolutely. Direct mail was actually huge. Okay. We had um, a postcard that had the concert and the acts, mm-hmm. kind of like the poster that they have outside the theater, mm-hmm. but a smaller version and we'd mail it to a client list. Oh. Um, you know, people who have come to the shows or showed an interest and signed up on the email list. Mm-hmm. And that was still a big uh, marketing strategy for us, even though if it was a different market, mailing might not have worked. Right. Direct mail is like dead right. in some markets. But for that market, that's how they went through life. That's pretty interesting. So we just continued on the tradition. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it too is radio interviews. Oh, okay. So I had to write quite a bit of uh, press releases mm. about the events. And I had never wrote a press release before. <laughs> I didn't even know what it was before this. What is a press release since I, I'm not a marketing person? <laughs> what a press release is, is it's a one page, um, almost article mm-hmm. about the event, who's going to be there, when it's going to be, right? Um, you know, what you could expect from this event. Mm-hmm. And you send it out to newspapers, uh, radio stations, anyone who could promote this event. Mm-hmm. And then either they'll read the press release as it is, mm-hmm. on air, type it up in the newspaper, or they'll abbreviate it, but basically it's just letting them know time, place, date, you know, 
who's hmm. going to be there, why you should be there, right. kind of thing. And my boss was great. He, you know, really understood that I was, it's my first internship, mm-hmm. you know, I don't have a lot of on-the-job experience. I have all the knowledge from the textbooks and the classes, but now mm-hmm. I have to apply that. Yes. And he was great. He made a Google Drive, and we would work collaboratively every day on this drive. And he sent me a list of why you would use a press release. Oh, okay. And this blew my mind because I just thought, oh, it's for a marketing, like a concert mm-hmm. or something like that. But you could use a press release pretty much for anything. Restaurants, if you add something to the menu, mm-hmm. you could write a press release about that. Oh. So it's a very broad you know, range of why you use a press release. Okay. And he showed me a, an example that he had made. So I kind of understood now, mm-hmm. you know, what I have to do and what I got to go about. Sure. And he said, you know, all right, type one up and we'll work on it. I typed one up, you know, my first press release. <laughs> I'm like, I, I think this is good, but I know it could be better. Uh-huh. And um, he agreed. And, you know, he really just took me every step of the way through, like, this is good, but, you know, maybe we should change this. Right. You know? And um, by the time I did my third press release, mm-hmm. I realized, like, you know, I'm not worried about things I was worried about. You know, the first time sure. I, I kind of I'm getting it and um, his feedback was really great. You know, when you do an internship, you can't expect you're going to do everything like perfect the first time. Sure. It's like riding a bike. You're going to fall. Yep. You got to get back up. And, you know, my boss was great. He helped me see, you know, like why I fell off the bike. And then the next time I didn't fall. That's so nice. So I really appreciate that. And I'm so thankful that, you know, he took the time to kind of guide me and, and teach yeah. me. That's a really good metaphor. You can fall off the bike. That's okay. Absolutely. And yeah. especially, you know, we're still learning. Mm-hmm. The internship is through school for a reason. Mm-hmm. You're learning in the internship. Mm-hmm. So I definitely use that to your advantage. Don't act like, oh, I know what I'm doing and I don't need anyone's yeah. help. Ask questions. It's okay. And your boss or whoever is in charge of, you know, you at the internship right. will appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've always found that it's better to ask questions than to not do it right or to not do it because you're afraid of messing it up. Right. You Never wanna... not do it because you're afraid. <laughs> Um, it'd rather do it and completely bomb at it yeah. than not do it because that's how you learn and then mm-hmm. next time you won't be afraid to do it. Yep. So. so what was your favorite part of this job and the internship? My favorite part of the internship, aside from working with my boss actually because he was amazing and he mentored me mm-hmm. in more than just the marketing internship. Right. Um, it was dealing with the music that I love, mm-hmm. the musicians that I love, and now sharing that with other people. Yeah, that's nice. So, you know, let's say they didn't know that the show was coming to their area. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't, you know, way back when. And then I heard that the show was coming and, oh, my God, I could go to that show. Mm-hmm. And I did. And that, besides opening up possibilities of this internship for me and, and building a great relationship with my boss, mm-hmm. it really, you know, it's one thing to hear the music on the radio and, and hear it on, on your iPod. But when you go there and you see these guys, and some of them now are in their 80s and, and late 70s, and they still sound just like the song when they were like 20 or 17. Really? It's crazy. That's insane. And it's not just like, oh, that, that's one you know who kept his voice. The majority of these musicians mm-hmm. sound exactly like they did. Wow. And there's something to be said for that. Yeah. I mean, all these years and, you know, no auto-tune back then. Right. And they're still able to do it and mm-hmm. knock it out of the park. So for me, that was huge because it was almost like living a dream. You right. Know? And I always thought like, oh, you know, I'll go into marketing, I'll work in a cubicle probably and, mm. you know nine to five job but if I could do something with the mm-hmm. music that's like now a hobby that's a job you're that's doing nice. something that you love it never felt like work so it was more traditional no, less traditional then like you weren't really like at a desk all the time or I worked from home okay the company was located in Florida mm-hmm. but you said that so obviously 
you know, they travel for the shows. Mm -hmm. And there, when there was a show in New York, which was quite a bit of the time, there was one in uh, the fall and one in the spring. Mm -hmm. Usually at Terrytown Musical, okay. which is 20 minutes away from Stack. It's yeah. pretty close. And that's when I'd actually go and meet with my boss mm -hmm. and shadow him at the show. So I had the marketing aspect down mm -hmm. of how to promote the shows. Now I'm sitting backstage with him learning how to put on the show. That's awesome. It was great. And that was a real thrill for me because here I am now eating dinner with some of these musicians that I never thought in my whole lifetime I'd meet. Like who? Larry Chance and the Earls. Big okay. fan. Okay. Um, big doo group back in the day. Okay. Jay and the Americans. I heard of them. They actually are becoming now more famous with the younger generation because oh. of Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, which song did they? Come a little bit closer. Oh, okay. All See? those songs, Mad This Magic Moment, mm -hmm. were featured in Guardians of the Galaxy. And, okay. And they... You know, put them, put them on. The Duprees, which is a big... I know the Duprees. They are an amazing group. They took standards, which is like, you know, done by Frank Sinatra and mm -hmm. all these, and they made them a, a doo-wop kind of rock and roll version. Right. And what they do, and the way that they still sound amazing, is just incredible. It's awesome. I could watch them every day Aww. and not get bored of them. <laughs> that's I mean, great. So, so that's that's really awesome. So oh, you mentioned oh my god, I moved the table. Um, you mentioned you work from home. You were used to work from home, or you did that during your internship. Um, what's that like? Is it more difficult than you thought to concentrate, or I thought it would be more difficult, but mm -hmm. it's really no different than being in an office. Other than you know, you don't get up and, and talk to other coworkers. I still mm -hmm. talk to you know my boss and, and other coworkers I had to converse with. Right. It was all done though on the Google Drive. Mm -hmm. So technology really made it easier. Mm -hmm. I'd call up my boss, um, you know, we'd FaceTime, we'd talk on the phone, mm -hmm. and we'd also be collaboratively working on a project. Or if I had to send an email to, um, let's say, a, a news editor mm -hmm. to follow up with the press release, I'd CC my boss, he'd be in the conversation. So I always had like that feedback, like everything was, you know, the same kind of instant notification as working in an office yeah of course so you know I was a little worried about that to be honest um, in the beginning because I'm like oh you know is this gonna be more difficult yeah working from home it was just the same as an office that's awesome so, did you like working from home I loved working from home it sounds pretty nice to be honest <laughs> it really was and you know the day flew by just as it would at work mm -hmm. I'd look at the clock and it'd be nine o'clock and then I'd look at the clock again it'd be like 4 45 okay so you know it, it wasn't like oh it's slow and I'm distracted because I'm at home you know mm -hmm. watching TV you know, I still worked, mm -hmm. and um, the only difference was I was at my computer, mm -hmm. not an office's computer. Right. So. That's awesome. That's the dream. Oh, oh my God. really? I mean, I'm so grateful for the opportunity. Yeah, you lucked out. Well, not, or I guess you didn't luck out. You got it because of who you are, Rooney. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> uh, so beyond that, uh, do you, what was so you talked about what it was like to work with the bands, but I was just wondering too. So you were a communications and marketing major. Yes. How'd you get into that? So I originally came in undecided. Mm -hmm. I had no idea what I wanted to do, mm -hmm. and I was just taking my core classes and maybe mm -hmm. a couple electives here and there to dabble mm -hmm. and see what interested me. You were undeclared for a while, right? I was undeclared until, I believe, spring of sophomore year, so I really had no idea. Right. <laughs> and I took, I think one of the first classes I took was speech communications okay. with Professor Winship. Yes. Oh, just side note, listeners, we were in the same class together. We were. That's how we met. That's it, the first day of college. Great class. Professor Winship's a great professor. And, <laughs> you know, public speaking, a lot of people were worried about it, going up and, and speaking in front of people. It never bothered me for some reason, mm -hmm. which I'm so grateful for, because I know a lot of people, it's a real fear. Yes. So I'd get up and I'd do my presentation, and I had great feedback from the class and the professor, and I thought, you know, this is kind of easy for me, and, and I'm really good at it. Maybe I'll do something with it, but I don't know. Mm 
Right. You know, just a thought. Mm-hmm. The more I did it, the more um, I got better feedback and the professors like, you should do something in this field, like you have a presence about you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, communications is like journalism or TV reporter. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. Right. Completely wrong. <laughs> but um, the more I looked into it, it's so broad and you could do so much with it. And I realized that with that came a level of job security because it's not just, okay, you know, you have your degree in this job, that's all you can do. You could be on camera, you could be a, a news journalist. Mm-hmm. You could also be like in a hospitality setting as a director of a hotel oh. or marketing falls in very closely with communications. Mm-hmm. PR, you know, very big in communications. So there's so much you could do with it. It's almost overwhelming. Right. And I liked that idea of having a degree and being able to kind of go out and do anything. You know, not just a set, this yeah. is all you could do, and kind of pigeonhole yourself. Right. Because, you know, at that point, I didn't know what the job market would be mm-hmm. when I graduated. I didn't know, I didn't kind of want to pigeon my whole self into something that if I decided I didn't like it or it wasn't for me, yeah. that's all I can do. So I figured, you know, let me try communications, but I'm also interested in marketing. Okay. I was always a little interested in advertising and marketing from a young age. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to see if, you know, what that was really about. If it was like what I thought it was or if it was, you know, not for me. So I took um, an intro to marketing class with Dr. Engels. Yes, Dr. Engels. Who is, in my mind, one of the best professors at Stack. She's wonderful. Amazing. Yes. And I loved the class. It was intro to marketing. And we talked all about, you know, consumer behavior and target markets and all this, like the real psychology and statistics piece behind what makes people buy things and how you can make it appealing. And as a you know consumer myself, I realized, wow, you know, that's what they're doing. And <laughs> that's I, how they're manipulating me. Absolutely. I was like, oh, well, I, you know, I'm onto the game now. <laughs> and it really sparked an interest in me of, you know, things like font size and uh, putting a picture here or just sending a commercial out at the right time right. and capitalizing on something that's going on has a huge effect on everyone. Yeah. And after that class, I'm like, all right, marketing is definitely what I want to do. I took marketing and management and all these other classes because originally now, I declared myself as a communications major and I have a marketing minor. I figured I'd be a double threat. (laughs) And in the course of the events, the marketing minor didn't work out because some classes weren't offered and I wouldn't graduate on time if I had to take those classes. Okay. So I wound up dropping the minor, but I still had all these marketing classes. Mm -hmm. So I was talking with my advisor and he suggested, well, there's a focus in communications that's more into like social media marketing and PR rather than uh, the broadcast. Mm -hmm. And he said, you know, why don't you make that your focus? It's still communications, but all these marketing classes, like, you know, you could kind of combine them and it'd be beneficial to you. Mm -hmm. And it's really like the same thing I wanted to do, just instead of a major and a minor, it's my uh, big major now, Yeah, combined. So I did that and that's like the best thing I've ever done because I have the communication background, I have, you know, the knowledge of communications and also the marketing background and the marriage between those two is extremely vital to the work world now. Right. And also, I see it comes in handy a lot for me when I was working um, with the internship. Mm-hmm. You know, I could go back and pull something out of a class I learned in communications and then a class in marketing and kind of combine the two. And that way, I have like this perfect uh, idea of what I have to do or set up. So, it really came in handy. That's great. I mean, one of the things they say now, there's some st- statistic about it, like, one of the things that they want the most, like communications majors, because they have public speaking skills. Oh, like people don't have speaking skills, and people who have speaking skills, people who have all the skills that you have, get jobs. So, like, which reminds me, 
Uh, Rooney, why don't you tell us a little bit about this job that you have? Well, <laughs> I'm so grateful. I recently um, was hired by EDU Trips, okay. of Orangeburg, New York, mm-hmm. uh, as a marketing assistant. Mm-hmm. And I owe it all to Professor Angela McDonald. Okay. At yeah. uh, Stack. She, I've been in her hospitality classes since junior year. Mm-hmm. Originally, there was an hospitality department here. Right, right. It's pretty new. It's very new. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I took it as an elective. Like, I'm a junior now. I was kind of dabbling with the electives. I figured, let me take this. It looks really interesting. Yeah. And hospitality goes hand in hand with marketing and communications. Mm-hmm. So I took the class and I instantly fell in love with it. The whole hospitality aspect. It's like communications and marketing on steroids. I mean, it, <laughs> you could do so much with it in the hospitality, you know, uh, environment. And just the hotels and, and the marketing and it's all the same game, but there's something to be said for that personal interaction with people sure. and making them feel like, you know, they had a great stay at the hotel or they had a good experience. Right. It's really all about the experience more so than the product. Mm-hmm. And after that, I took another class with her and another class <laughs> and I really just fell in love with the professor in the class. That's great. And I'm in a class with her currently, um, innovations and hospitality. And I, you know, she said, well, what are you doing? You got to graduate, you know, on May 10th. Are you looking for a job? I said, absolutely, I am. And we got into talking and she suggested I go to this company and um, interview with them. Right. You know, she thought I'd be a good fit. And uh, I said, absolutely. You know, she introduced me to the CEO and I went on an interview and we instantly hit it off. It was an amazing interview. Um, she was very impressed by my skills and I was mm-hmm. very impressed by her company. And I was offered the position. I'm completely unsurprised. <laughs> Thank you, Savannah. I'm not surprised. And the rest is history. Yeah, that's awesome. So. Tell me a little bit about the company and the position I want to hear. So what the company does is they organize um, vacations and educational trips for schools. Oh. So if you ever went with your high school on a trip um, with the language department, let's say to France mm-hmm. or Italy or with a singing group or sports team, that's what they do. They organize the trip for the school and the okay. teacher, make sure everything's in order and um, carry that out. Make mm-hmm. sure once the school gets there, the trip goes as planned and everyone has a great experience. Yeah, that's awesome. It's really amazing. So as a marketing assistant, you're going to be marketing the company in oh, these absolutely. trips, that kind of thing? Um, it's more than just educational trips. Mm-hmm. It's also some leisure trips. So okay. there's a big market for schools going to Disney World. Yeah, as... I've heard someone who works here, their daughter's like senior year trip, Disney World. Yes, more and more it's moving away from, you know, the day at Great Adventure or Ride Playland to mm-hmm. the big Disney World trip or Universal trip. Oh, I wish that was... Well, it was when I was in this I high know, school. me too. We went to Great Adventure and it was great, but <laughs> yeah. it wasn't Disney World, did no. it? <laughs> so that is where I'd be starting out working. All marketing right. Marketing, you know, crossing that bridge between the schools and Disney World. And everyone thinks, you know, Disney World is a place of leisure. It's mm-hmm. a great vacation place. Yeah. But it's also very educational. And mm. a lot of people don't realize, you know, the park Epcot mm-hmm. has a lot of... Um, mock countries right so they yeah. set up like all the countries of the world and you go in and they have real people from the country working there mm-hmm. real products from the country working there uh, offered there yeah and it's like going to the country of course they also have this greenhouse it's mm-hmm. called the land oh. and you could go there and take a tour of how they grow all their own food and vegetables at this greenhouse it's really amazing i didn't know that neither did i until i went and i went on the tour and i was like this is incredible that's awesome you know, a lot of Disney, too, is based off of history. A lot of it, they have, like, Frontierland. That's how it was in the West. Um, <laughs> Fantasyland, not so much. <laughs> but 
a lot of it is based on like history and mm. um, a lot you can get learn a lot and it's a very educational experience mm. which you don't even realize because you're having such a great time i never thought of it that way i can see it now though that's awesome so when are you starting i'm starting may 20th oh my god i cannot wait that's awesome and i'm very excited good i'm not gonna ask details but good benefits stuff like that Did it's you? an amazing company to work for okay amazing benefits great salary mm-hmm. and you know just the vibe i got from the interview and then the way they work over there mm-hmm. is really great that's the most important thing it really is and i can yeah. see myself there and being happy and that's what trumps everything else that's so. awesome i'm so happy for oh, you thank you savannah so before we go i want to ask you one more question what advice do you have for other stack students if they're looking for internships or the process of looking for a job after graduation what, what, what's your advice well i do have some advice on the topic first off it's going to be extremely nerve-wracking mm-hmm. and stressful because this is something we've never done before we've been in school the last 17 or 16 years and mm-hmm. that's all we know that's okay okay um you know, it's going to be an overwhelming experience, but don't let that stop you. Don't get nervous and pass up maybe an opportunity. And also take an opportunity and see where it goes. Mm-hmm. I was at a concert, yeah. not even thinking about an internship, you know, just enjoying the show. And, you know, fate stepped in and I, I was offered this awesome opportunity. But you really never know. Right. So, you know, go out there and then do anything, even if it doesn't lead somewhere. It's experience and you're one step closer, especially with the interview process. Not all interviews are going to go well. Usually the first interview you might be nervous, and but use it as a learning experience. And I always approach the interviews with the mindset that they're interviewing me to see if I'm going to be a good fit for the company. And I'm interviewing them to see if I'll be, or the company will be a good fit for me. Right. It's a two-way street. Yes, you know, you got to be happy working there and they got to be happy with you working there. That's what we always tell people here in career development. Absolutely. It's not just, oh, you know, I'll work there and, and hate the job. Mm-hmm. Some people do that, but at the end... It usually doesn't work out. Mm-hmm. So you have to make sure that, you know, you're taking an opportunity where you're happy with it. You can see yourself working there and, you know, kind of all these bases are covered. Now, sometimes you don't have the luxury of doing all those bases. Of course. But it's important to, you know, at least have one that's really important to you mm-hmm. and kind of chase that. That's great. Also, my big advice to everyone, not just looking for an internship. Sure. You have to have gusto. In this day and age, everybody is kind of, it's bad to be different. You know, okay. everyone's like following the same boat and, the, you know, this is the cookie cutter way to do it. You have to have an internship. You have to go here. You have to do this. And sometimes it's okay to not fit the normal, you know, uh, form of doing things. You could do it your way. Sure. And it might be okay. It'll be definitely okay. Right. I didn't know that. Yeah. And here I am looking back and it was okay. Yeah. So don't feel like you have to do something because that's the way everyone else has done it right. for years. It's okay to be different and it might lead you to an even better opportunity than if you would have done it the traditional way Mm -hmm. definitely um have courage you know go up to someone maybe you don't know introduce yourself get into talking you know at a a lot of these career fairs right and also the fireside chats afterwards you know go up to the the speaker introduce yourself Mm -hmm. chat with them the worst that could happen is after the chat is over with you never hear from them again right but you're in no worse position than you were before right everything's still the same so Nothing better happened, nothing worse happened. It's like neutral. Yeah. So you really have nothing to lose. And I feel like a lot of people are worried about kind of going out and having this courage and approaching someone like, oh my God, you know, being a little aggressive in the, uh, you know, back and forth internships and interviews. But you really need to do that because it's almost a test, I feel, on both ends, where if you could do that and really prove to the company or the high that you're going to be that kind of determined and, and constant 
force in, in the company and they could see that, they will definitely appreciate that. Definitely. And it's a great trait to have and it's not an easy trait to have, but the more you do it and the more chances you take, the better you'll be at it. It's always like that one, you know, I have to go up and talk to this person or I have to go up and send this uh, job application. Mm -hmm. But once you do it, you realize it's okay. Yeah, it's not that bad. And maybe you even get a, an email back and then you realize, wow, that was really worth it. Definitely. And it definitely changes your mindset. Um, you know, the work world is very different from school. Mm -hmm. You don't have to raise your hand and, and all this stuff. So <laughs> it's kind of funny in a way because let's say in, in um, class, you don't know the answer to the question. You're not going to raise your hand to answer the question because mm -hmm. you want to look like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. It's okay to do that in the real world. Send out the application. You don't, you know, you don't have to know. They'll let you know mm -hmm. if you're a good fit. You'll know if you're a good fit. And it's a great opportunity to just get out and do it because the more experience you gain from it, the better you'll be. Yeah. And the worst that could happen is you're in the same boat you were yesterday, which really isn't that bad. It's not like you're going to lose things or exactly. you know, you're going to get a bad grade or something. You're just the same as you've been. Yep. So you could only go up from there. I love that. Now, from on that, we're going to end because okay. that's a great last line. <laughs> uh, so thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Thank you, Rooney, for coming in today. Well, thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, this is great. Uh, before we go, I'm going to plug some things. Follow Stack the Stack Career Development page on Facebook. We're at Stack Career Development. And we're also on Twitter and Instagram at Stack Career Dev. Uh, I'm on Instagram at Silvana Eve. That's S-I-L-V-A-N-A-Y-V-E. We also have a blog. That's it's a WordPress blog, stackcareerdevelopment.wordpress.com. So thank you again, Rooney, for coming in. Oh, it's been my pleasure. Thank you, Savannah. This is awesome. All right, everyone, have a great day.